listening to Raising HSE, a podcast designed for parents with students in Hamilton Southeastern schools. Each episode, you'll hear from different staff and teachers, and they'll share with you helpful tips, information that your student can use, and a few parenting hacks, because together, we're Raising HSE. Thanks for joining us for the latest edition of Raising HSE. I'm Emily Abbott, the Director of School and Community Relations for Hamilton Southeastern Schools, and I have the pleasure uh, to be joined with our new Chief Equity and Inclusion Officer, Mrs. Nataki Pettigrew. Um, Nataki, go ahead and introduce yourself. Um, You're fairly new to the district, and tell us a little bit about your role here. Sure. So thank you for having me. My name is Nataki Pettigrew, and I am the Chief Equity and Inclusion Officer, as you stated. I have been a resident of Fishers for quite a while. My husband and I have been here since uh, about 2003, and we have three children. Um, Our oldest is in college. Our middle child is a freshman, and our youngest is an eighth grader. So we have been here for a while and have gotten to know many of the educators um, in Fishers and gotten to know the schools fairly well. And so as part of what I do, um, I am responsible for um, identifying where the cracks are, right? Where are the cracks in our foundation? And looking at our practices, looking at our policies, looking to see if there is anything um, that we are doing that does not align with our true vision for student outcomes. So being proactive in our initiatives instead of being reactive, you know, going out and having training with parents and with teachers and even with students so that we can better understand some of the challenges that we have. Also taking a look at how are we operating with a growth mindset? Are we Um, advocating for our students? Are we being allies for our students? That's a big part of my job as well. And I would like to remind the listeners that, you know, DEI work is not always natural. It's not always um, easy, but it is our responsibility to our students and to um, their families to make sure that we have the best student outcomes. And so that is why I am here. For people who are maybe new to this type of work, can you kind of define what equity means? When we think about equity, we think about um, access and outcomes, right? So we think about, um, and I'm always thinking of the image that we see all the time that kind of is recycled on social media where the kids are looking over the fence and, you know, each kid gets three boxes to stand on, but even still one kid can't see over the fence. So equality is giving kids really all the same. So it's kind of, you know, it's fair treatment. We're going to give every kid the exact same, but equity goes to an an even deeper level of fairness. And that is we're giving kids what they need. So we're not just giving them what they're, what they need, but we, we are looking at the exact same outcome that we would have for a student that is not in that predicament. So we look at students that we would typically consider vulnerable populations or vulnerable demographic or students that have been marginalized in some way and making sure that we provide for them what they need to be successful. And then we really hold ourselves accountable and we we implement metrics and mechanisms for their success to ensure that they have a very similar outcome 
as their uh, peers. Know that equity work has been around for several years, but it seems to have really come to the forefront. Can you kind of go back a little bit and tell our listeners what the work we've been doing here at HSE schools? HSE has been doing work for for a while. And so in each of the schools, we have equity coaches and they are phenomenal educators who have undergone significant training to ensure that they are um, aligning with best practices for equity and inclusion. So we have equity coaches in every school. We also have a district equity team. And so that team is comprised of administrators in the district, Um, That includes central um, office as well as the building level. Um, And they also look at some very similar components, let's say, of our our inclusive uh, policies and and, um, model. So we have have things that go on in the district that some folks may not see, but it's been here for a long time. And that includes training, that includes partnerships with fishers, partnerships with community stakeholders, interfaith um, workshops with many of our church leaders here in Fishers. And so there's been quite a bit of equity work that has been done for a while. Would you say this type of work, I mean, it's not a sprint, it, it more is a marathon. It takes a lot of groundwork and then a lot of work moving through the different levels yes. to um, see, you know, tangible results. Absolutely. It is very much a marathon. And I think sometimes we do get sidetracked because we want instant change and we want it now, right? But that is not how equity work, um, how it works, right? It, it takes It takes planning, it takes forethought, but it also takes disrupting policies, policies that may have been implemented for a long time. And so in order to disrupt some of that bias that we see in some of the structures that that are um, intact, that takes a while. Um, And we just have to remember that we must always come to the table. So even though it takes a while, um, the work won't get done if we don't work together. And so we just have to always remember to collaborate and work together in that marathon. I'm glad you mentioned collaborate because this isn't something that just will happen while students are in the classroom. This work needs to take place at home, too. Can you talk a little bit about how parents can um, support some of the stuff that we are doing here at HSE? There are many ways that parents can support the work. And, you know, just a couple off the top of my head. One thing that, that I always recommend is that parents check in with their student see what they are learning at school and, you know, try to have conversations about what they're learning at school. If they're learning about a new figure um, in history, have conversations at home. You know, um, I always encourage parents to look for books. I can't say it enough. Books, books, and more books. So read up on people that have contributed to the American fabric that we see today. Um, I also, you know, encourage parents to Teach your children to avoid making assumptions about people that are different. And, you know, that's one of the biggest pieces with equity is making sure that we are not making assumptions about some of our peers. And so teaching that at home is also important, as well as maybe identifying books that teach those skills as well. And then I think also it's important to get involved in some of these extracurricular activities after school or clubs during the day. That will really expose students to opportunities to meet people of different backgrounds and to learn about different people. Um, and, And then finally, I think, Emily, it's important to what I call activate diversity. 
And so when we activate diversity, we understand that people are different and that is just fine. But we also try to seek out more knowledge about different people. And so activate that in your home. Would you have any ideas or recommendations for parents who are just starting this conversation with their families? It can be difficult when you're on, you know, the very beginning of this marathon, right? So I think it's important to help kids understand that, you know, they need to have a compassionate understanding of people around them. So, and that's kind of how we operate as parents. We teach our children compassion and we, and we teach them, you know, to be kind to people. And so I think in those initial steps, especially for kids that are, that are much younger um, in elementary school, we, we want to teach them to have a compassionate understanding of people around them and to just have a respect for other people. And I think if you start there in the conversation, then you can find um, new material, new books, that as you read those to your children, um, you're asking, okay, now what did we learn in this book, right? So what did we learn, for example, in this book about Jackie Robinson? And how can we take his story and be a better human better person to other people. And so we can lead with that um, as we start this journey. So I know you have an event coming up very soon. Uh, Do you wanna talk a little bit about that um, racial justice town hall, what parents can expect, why it is a good opportunity to uh, attend? As we all are aware, we had um, recent discussion about Black Lives Matter and it's brought it to the forefront really. And it's brought some really great conversations from parents, from teachers and, and students. And so what we wanna do is have an honest dialogue with parents. We are gonna utilize the breakout rooms so that we can um, have a, a smaller intimate setting with one of our equity coaches or a member of our equity team. But we want to have conversations around what the challenges that some parents feel in the district. So what are those racial challenges that we feel? And, 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 and I'm a big proponent of being truthful and speaking you know, truth to power. And so I think it's important to ask parents and ask community stakeholders what they feel regarding some of the racial challenges in our district. And then from that, we will take the information, we will take those notes and have further guided discussions on our end with equity coaches and with administrators to see if there are specific policies, practices, or procedures that need to be changed. I could probably guess that there will be some, um, but this is just a great time to have conversations with all of those that are excited about equity and and really want to see us do great work. Now, I don't want to put you on the spot, but where do you see um, from the short time that you've been in this role, but you have been a parent here for uh, quite some time, where do you see us going from here? I see us moving towards, um, you know, a more equitable path. And so I would like to work more with, with HR. I think we have, we'll have a great working relationship in the future to talk about what does it mean to have um, faculty uh, of color that students can, can feel represent them in their building. I think also we're gonna have conversations about what does curriculum look like and how can we ensure that kids see themselves in the classroom. And I, and I will say that the district has done an amazing job of 
including diverse text and diverse classroom libraries. And so how can we enhance that to ensure that every student that comes in our building knows that they are valued? Um, so through training, what training do we need to implement? And not just a very, you know, a single snapshot, let's have a training in one day, but what training can we incorporate into our school culture that is the entire year? And I think that is the biggest piece, Emily, is making sure that we have a defined culture, a defined identity, and we enhance that in the Fishers community. I totally agree with that. I know that you're one person and you field a lot of questions and concerns from parents. Would you recommend that parents first start maybe with their equity coaches in their buildings? You mentioned how we have these talented individuals who have really done the work. That is a great starting point. And so if you look at our equity webpage online, you will see that all the equity coaches are identified um, by building. And so you can click on the website and then go straight to your equity coach for your child's school. And I would recommend that you start there because they will know your child um, specifically and they'll probably know even some of the context uh, around the situation. And so I would recommend that you go to your child's school first and then, of course, I'm always here, love to give a listening ear and, and give some input, but I would really just suggest that you go to your child's school first. Yeah, that is a great starting point, and we've done a lot of work on the equity webpage, and so I definitely would second that and remind parents to check back there often for um, content and, and new information that's coming out. Exactly. Um, well, to wrap this up, Nataki, any last thoughts you want to add? Well, I would just like to say that I am here and I'm excited to be a part of the district and I'm looking forward to um, a new chart, a new path forward with equity and um, looking forward to meeting more, more parents and more students. So um, thanks so much for inviting me, Emily. This has been fun and I look forward to talking with more parents in the future. Thanks for joining us, Nataki. And that was Ms. Nataki Pettigrew, our Chief Equity and Inclusion Officer. And we appreciate everybody listening to Raising HSC and follow and like us as we have new podcasts coming out biweekly. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. We have more great content planned for future podcasts. Make sure to subscribe so you never miss Raising HSE.